0: i do this one in an accent the whole time. Oh, which, which accent? None in particular. Just, a, just an accent. It's... Hello, governor. But that's a particular accent. <laughs> well, then I'll throw in other words. Hello, darling. <laughs> what, it's not even... It's just like song. your...
1: This sounds like your voice. That's Hello, that... darling. No, that
0: was my... Uh, Hello, darling. Hello.
1: Hello. We're recording, by the way. Yeah.
0: Cut everything out. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the any given Thursday podcast World Cup preview. We got halfway to go. We just yes. did. You've already listened to hopefully groups A, B, C, and D. Now we open up the back half with
0: Group E. Ooh, that's a fun do you know, group. Do you know who's in Group E? I do know who's in Group E. You wanna we share? You books. wanna you wanna tell the nice people at home? Yeah. So Group E, the big stars of this group are Spain. And Germany and Japan coming in here. One of the best teams in Asia. And Costa Rica from North America, the CONCACAF confederation, will be rounding out the group. Costa Rica is not in North America. Get out of here. Central America. Which is part of North America. <sighs> nah. Debatably.
1: Nah. Fixture your list. They open up on Wednesday the 23rd. Germany, Japan, Spain, Costa Rica. 27th, it's Japan, Costa Rica, and Spain, Germany, the big one. And then December 1st, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Spain. Now, I think it's a fitting place to start this group. Pedri. (laughs) (laughs) Pedri. Let's talk about Pedri. But seriously, the Spanish midfield collection is got to be one of the best in the world um, oh, Up alongside, maybe you'd say, Croatia. um, But, Pedri. Italy. Rodri. Right, right there. Yeah. Gavi. Urente, Busquets still. Coke, <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> that's just like, that, that's just like their, those are their backups. So, lots of quality, lots of options. Thiago Alcantara is not even in the team.
0: Mm-hmm. He's one of the better players on Liverpool.
1: He's so class. Yeah. But I suppose he's been struggling for injuries and... I don't, I don't know. It was a, and, and and Luis Enrique is very picky about, like, people fitting the system. Yeah. Which Bruce can which can be obnoxious a... sometimes, but but it, uh, Spain plays with such an identifiable style so successfully that it's kind of hard to uh, refute Luis Enrique. Uh, yeah. So the the midfield and control of the ball and chance creation are all world class. But the obvious questions are defense and number nine. Feels like that comes up a lot.
0: Yeah, there's only so many great number nines, and a fair few of them missed out on the tournament. So. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, it's true. So, I, I suppose with finishing, like, Murata will start.
0: Almost definitely.
1: And, you know, I don't want to dig dog on him too much, because he's, like, a solid player. But he has the stereotype, he's stereotyped unto himself at this point, which is that... He's not exactly prolific in front of goal, if you know what I mean. Uh, He will start, but the big question is, like, will he score? Are are the finishing boots on in the World Cup? If not, Spain sometimes have a tendency to have, like, 75% of the ball and have a lot of the ball around the box and just not have the final touch. The other thing I'm wondering about with them is the defense. Like, who starts alongside Laporte? Laporte declaring for Spain. A couple years ago was like a godsend for them because okay. otherwise like like are they gonna start eric garcia <laughs> they better not i think they should start Pau torres
0: mm-hmm. i think Pau torres is a little underrated as well so i think he's yeah it's a pretty I just, solid i player. just
1: hope for their sake enrique doesn't start eric garcia because we both let me just say i've never i've never have no stock remaining on eric garcia mm-hmm. um jordy alba i think is still going to be the left
0: back i so in their play against there? Jordan which mm. happened today. They played Laporte at left oh. back, Torres and Garcia in the midfield, and then Carvajal on the right. Mm. Uh, they brought in Cesar Espelicueta. Carvejal would definitely be on the right. Yes, they brought in Cesar Espelicueta and Jordi Alba. Interesting. Uh, later on in the game. So I think that means Cesar played center back would be my guess mm. in that case. I don't um, I don't love that either. Yeah, I don't love that either. So there is serious questions at the back.
1: I definitely would start Espelicueta in a two in the center. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. It is kind of hard to say what to do there. That is the part where they're weakest. I like. I just don't want Eric Garcia to start in the center. Like that makes mm-hmm. me nervous. Especially
0: maybe it's one thing if it's against okay. maybe Costa Rica, but so I'm looking at the substitutions right now, and it was Alba came on for the port, so Alba played mm-hmm. on the left. On the left. came on for Caball at half time okay, r- on the so right, so he was on the right, and then Rodri came in for Eric oh. Garcia. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Stuff. I don't even
1: know. I don't know if I hate that, but I'd have to see it. Roger, but it kind of feels like you're wasting him in his best position too, yeah. which is, which is they're, also, they're not
0: going to play him much as a defensive midfielder. Yeah. And he is 6'3". So yeah. I think he could very...
1: I thought they would play,
0: play. it. will he play at the base of the midfield? I mean, maybe, but if you have Pedri, Gavi and I think Busquets is going to get game time. Yeah, but I, I think, think I mean, they they Rodri, Rodri is the I starter Rodry, the star for sure. <laughs> There's no way they don't start Rodri. I think you underestimate their ability to play Barcelona players yeah <laughs> I think Rodri will start there with Pedri and
1: Gabi ahead of him that's my guess
0: mm-hmm. I I fully expect to see Busquets starting I think they
1: just Busquets might start
0: instead of yeah I just thought I don't I don't think also, I don't don't see... as well um he's I don't option. see how you don't start Rodri he's one of the best midfielders
1: in the world right because now because
0: he doesn't play for Barcelona
1: <laughs> I, I don't he's been pl- Rodri has been playing a lot in the Enrique system I'd I think that would be an enormous mistake if they To be fair, everybody... Busquets is starting to look
0: old and slow. Yes, he should not play,
1: but... I don't know. I don't think I... I I'm not sure I agree that he'll do that, but we'll have to see. Um, I think otherwise, though, despite me shitting on a hypothetical that Luis Enrique hasn't even done yet, uh, I think Luis Enrique is an excellent manager, perhaps an underrated one on the Mm -hmm. international stage. He's... uh, and he's one of the rare international coaches that have like a fun, watchable ideology with his team. Yeah. <laughs> so I respect mm-hmm. him for that, and I think obviously like his success with Barcelona was, it, maybe we forget, but he won the treble in 2015. That's no small feat. Yeah. So and this team play
0: yeah. very similar to that Barca team, right? The tiki taka style, the mm-hmm. very like the stereotypical Barcelona and Spanish style. Yeah. Uh, controlling possession, short passes lots of build-up play uh, but off of that build-up play they actually don't turn it into attack a lot so that is definitely an issue for them but it is still a higher rate than it used to be right? so like before they needed they created very very few chances I and mean, would just hold the ball forever but now because they don't have a truly great score of the ball they have been a little more adventurous going forward, a little more attacking, than your typical Spanish team.
1: Yeah, and I suppose they'll have to count on, um, what I assume will be fairly inverted wings. Yeah, you know,
0: um, I I would bet that that's the case. I mean, you have Fernand Torres, will be up there somewhere. Yerbi Pino, Asufati is probably Enrique the only. likes Danny Olmo. He does. I also like Daniel Olmo. Me too. Yeah. I think Ansu Fati, if he's healthy... I would start Ansu Fati, yeah. I think he has to be a starter. Yeah, I agree. I, there are question marks about his fitness, though. So we'll see. They also have Jeremy Pino could be an option up there. Marco Asensio as more of like a like wide playmaker-y type than a true winger. Mm. But I mean, I think the only sure thing we know about their attack is that is that Alberto Morata will be the starting striker.
1: For sure. And... You mentioned, um, we talked about Pedri and Gabi briefly, mm-hmm. but sort of littered with fun young talent, isn't it, this squad?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I was thinking about potential breakout players we here to put on the list, like, obviously my mind went to Pedri and Gabi, but they're not really breakout players. No. Gabi just won the Golden Boy Award for best <laughs> young really player. They really need a
1: better name for that. They really do. The
0: Golden Boy. Pedri won it the year before. Sounds so pervy. Yeah. Uh, Pedri was also like one of the big stars of the Euro twenty twenty campaign when Spain went to the semifinals and really unfortunate to go out against Italy. They played really really well in that game, uh, but Donnarumma is really good at penalties, <laughs> so hard to win a penalty shootout against mm-hmm. him. Um, I think Jeremy Pino, if he gets time, could be a potential breakout player in this one. Um, I just I question whether he'll get the opportunities. Yeah, who I there. think
1: will get opportunities off the bench though. If I may throw a hat in Absolutely. the ring here, Nico Williams of Athletic mm. Club de Bilbao. Yes. Yeah. He's twenty. He's the younger brother of Inaki Williams, mm-hmm. who never declared for instead of Spain declared for um, the what African
0: country came out? Uh, was it, um, it was Ghana? Was Ghana. Okay.
1: Ghana. Unfortunately, he won't be he won't be joining his brother in the World Cup this year, but no, he will. Ghana's in the World Cup. Yeah. I'm an God. idiot. I'm a, they're literally coming up. I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Uh- N- <laughs> Nico but Nico Williams is one of the most fun young players in La Liga. He's been really good for athletic clubs so far, and he's just like a quintessential like super sub injection of pace to really to just like run without abandon at whatever tired defenders are in front of him. Uh, and and be, there
0: will be tired defenders playing against Spain. Yeah, when yeah. you possess the ball that much, they get tired. Yeah.
1: So I think he's like a real. He could be a really useful asset coming in like the 65th minute in a tight game.
0: Mm. Also, uh, similarly in or in a similar position, I would say Danny Olmo. I think could have a mm-hmm. kind of breakout performance. He's
1: he always seems to play well for the national team.
0: He does, and I also think it's like Luis Enrique has the faith in him that he's going to get the time to play. He's going to put himself in opportunities. And I think hes he used to be considered one of the best wonder kids in the world. And everybody wanted to have him.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: since he's been at Leipzig, I just think he's kind of shifted away from the public sphere. And a lot of people have kind of forgot about him. I think this could be like a wake-up call that, hey, he is as good as he was supposed Wake to be. Wake-up call, caught you in the morning with in another one morning. in my bed. We I are going to get for having. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's what else do you have to say about Spain? Wow me.
0: Um, I do think their tactical style works really, really well against better teams. So we saw in their Euros performance when they played big nations and in the Nations League. When they play big nations, this type of possession based style can really exploit some of the weaknesses and like put those bigger nations in positions they're not typically typically found find themselves in. So it could if you see them in knockouts, they could be a team that makes a really deep run against really, really good opponents. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Japan in particular, and Costa Rica might like this opportunity because it can be a little more predictable where the attacks are going to come from because there's so much more buildup in it.
1: Yeah. And Spain, Spain, you know, they had a little bit of a of a brutal generational shift for a second there. You know, after the the golden generation that won all the trophies. Uh, it was a little bit hard, I think, transitioning to a, ne- a new generation and finding sort of stability in that squad. And I think Enrique has done a really good job of turning around faster than I thought he would be able to. Again, because the the average age is young, and you know they, in, they very well could have won Euro twenty twenty. You know, mm-hmm. they were they were they kind of outplayed Italy in that semifinal and just happened to lose on penalties. So, I I'm impressed with the progress they've made in the last two or three years. And would not be shocked to see them make a deep run here absolutely yeah and I think that'll be the expectation I think because maybe they're a young team that they I don't think they'll go out with like win or bust I think like a semifinals would be their mark yeah of we want to make it at least this far mm-hmm. yeah I don't
0: I didn't mean that to be my prediction that they would go like super deep or go mm-hmm. out in the group stage uh, but I do think they could make a deep run uh, I would predict quarterfinals probably uh, but they, I do, we'll get to this a little later, but I do think there is a chance that they or Germany don't get out of this group. Yeah. I think. Uh, it's a really tough group. Speaking of, one of the challengers looking to knock off the two big Might it be B&H's. Costa Rica! Costa Rica! Ooh. Ooh. Um, so, Luis Suarez, uh, not the one actively played for Uruguay, and mm-hmm. not the other legend that was named Luis Suarez for, is he Spanish? Played for Madrid. Um, but not, that, not one of those two. This Luis Suarez is a manager, manages Costa Rica. This is the third time he's going to the World Cup, having previously held the sideline with Ecuador and with Honduras. Very impressive. Uh, so I think he is the first was manager. Was he the Honduras manager in 2018 for that? 2014. It was 2014. Yeah. Um, it was Panama is, in 2018. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so he, I believe, is the first manager to manage three different teams at the World uh-huh. Cup. Cool. So that's a huge achievement for him. Congratulations because I'm sure he's listening to us. Uh, Costa Rica are a little overly reliant on veteran players, like their star goalkeeper, Kaylor Navas, who's at PSG. Still a legend. Absolutely. He's only 35. He feels older than 35. (laughs) And uh, Brian Ruiz, who I believe, uh, the midfielder, who I believe moved back to Costa Rica. I believe he's my favorite Costa too. Rican team. He had right some now. great, um, great moments in the 2014 World Cup. Yeah, when they went to the quarterfinals. quarterfinals. Yeah, um, they have 11 players in their squad that are 30 or older. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of. They're lot probably of all players.
1: remnants from that 2014 team, mm-hmm. which won a group featuring. It's not
0: talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, else was Italy, in that fucking group? I believe England was in the group. Yeah, well, right, and, and then... Uruguay. Yeah, you were right. yeah wow, Uruguay. Yeah, finished like, second. So that's... They Italy won the won, group of death. Italy have won four World Cups. Uruguay have won two. England won yeah. one. And you're talking about like three of the most storied footballing countries in the world. Yeah. And Costa Rica top. It's one of
1: the greatest group stage upset achievements, I think, of all time in the World Cup. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I assume they were all ranked... I don't know what Uruguay was ranked, but top 12 in the world, you know? Yeah. Like, and I think... teams with title aspirations. And not only did they get out... Of the group of death, they finished
0: first, mm-hmm. and what? then they faced Greece in the round of 16. Yeah, went all the way to penalties, and Kaelan Navas came up big against Gekas, and the fourth it. round, and got the save. The and last Kusika good base. Greek team. Yeah,
1: Papastathopoulos. Papa top. Papa. Papa. Papa It's Papastathopoulos. Papa I'm more of a Papadopoulos guy. Scored in
0: the 91st minute. He was. I remember that Really
1: good player. I remember that game. We're getting sidetracked.
0: But then, okay, I know we get, they went out on penalties in the quarterfinal to Netherlands. They were really close to making...
1: Yeah, but the Dutch had, like, 50 shots in that game. <laughs> okay, yeah, but killer obviously had a part game. of the team. Yeah. All right, they had used to win
0: back-to-back shootouts in the World Cup. No, it doesn't it happen. happen. It doesn't happen. Has it ever happened? Uh, I don't know. Italy I know. Did it did in the fucking Euros. Yeah, and it was the first Couldn't time it ever a score more than the than a Euros. Goal. It's annoying. The Netherlands then lost on penalties the next round. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, David. And I remember. I have to, we have three on 2014 hey at least we made
1: the semi yeah it's
0: a lot better than we really did um we're third so back back to costa rica they as has kind of been the story of costa rica for decades at this point will struggle to attack uh they're very defensive and a large part of that is because they have an absolute world-class goalkeeper who i think is still world-class That's great, Nava, yeah. is one of the better goalkeepers. he lives in the for world. the moments He's yeah. got
1: a lot of, lot of rings mm-hmm. in his cabinet, a lot of trophies.
0: Do they give him rings? I don't know. I don't think they do. I think that's a purely I just American using thing. An expression. I know you were, but I think it's a purely American term. But he is one of the better goalkeepers in the world still. At PSG, the backup now to Donnarumma, but still getting a good amount of game time. Some of the other key players for them will be also in the defense. You have Juan Pablo Vargas, the defender who's 27. So not super old, which is like <laughs> not huge. For them. Actually, prime. He plays for Milonarios, who are in Costa Rica. So it's local mm. boy who hasn't had the chance to kind of step out mm. of the Costa Rican light yet. He's. I hear the bitter. Costa Rican light's pretty nice, though. It is. I've heard it's a beautiful country. Yeah. <laughs> we should go. Uh, we should broadcast live from Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they also have Brian Oviedo, Mm -hmm. older defender. He's 32. He's at Real Salt Lake now. Oh, he is? He's put in a good performance, I think, for them. How long has he been there? I don't watch a ton of MLS, but what I've seen of Real Salt Lake, which was kind of just the run-in, right? Uh I watched, like, the end of the season for the MLS, and he still looked pretty solid. Mm. Um,
1: I remember him from from
0: Everton. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Sunderland. When did he move to Real Salt Lake? Uh,
1: This year. Okay. August.
0: Okay, that explains... From Copenhagen. Well, that explains why he was good in the running and not at the start of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, those guys are still pretty good. They also have, like, some young stars that could really turn this into an attacking outfit in the future. Brandon Aguiar, a midfielder at 94, it's only 19. Yeah. And then they have Jewison Bennett, who is... He's like the guy everyone's talking about, right? Yeah, he's like the new hot wonder kid this month. Uh,
1: Wunderkind.
0: He's a winger. He's 18. He's at Sunderland right now and has been attracting a lot of interest to move up the pyramid in England. So sweet, could be a chance for him to get that big move for a little
1: trickle up economics, if you
0: will. How do you I think they're gonna do? Down. Um, are they gonna get out? Are they gonna win this group? I <laughs> again, think that they will come last in this group. I think this. I agree. This, this is, is a tough one for them. It me. is a really tough group, but they have Kayla Navas, so they could shut out every opponent.
1: Yeah, that's true. They could do the New Zealand thing, get
0: three draws. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. um, team that is one of the favorites to top this group as well. Germany. Germany. Yeah. Deutschland. Deutschland. They're kind of similar to Spain in that they have a very, like, tangent national identity. Uh, and it is the modern German philosophy, philosophy. that you'd expect. Yeah, every, almost every team in the Bundesliga play this way. And it's gegenpressing. pressing. They're going to be high-intensity pressing. Hansi Flick, formerly of Bayern Munich, winning the treble at Bayern Munich. And they played this way. So lots of pressing, going to win the ball back really, really quickly so they can maintain possession in a very dangerous position. So Spain might hold the ball in kind of like the midfield, right? Germany are going to hold it more across that final third line. Right, they're going to try to be right up there, a little further forward up the pitch. Um, they do under flick. They've only had one loss in fifteen games,
1: not bad. But they've also
0: drawn it was England, wasn't a it? Third of the games.
1: Or did they draw that game? I in think England. they drew that
0: game. Yeah. Uh, I think the loss was to Hungary. It oh, was, it was at home. Was,
1: uh, yeah, damn Hungary! Hungary's not even in the World Cup. They're just ripping up top teams in the Nations were really League, dude. Good in that group. In like, the Nations League, I yeah. think they
0: beat everyone in the group except Italy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they got a win against England. Yeah, right they there. almost
1: got out of the top,
0: too. Yeah. Um, but they're not even at the World Cup, so we should stop talking about Hungary. Also, Max, they're racist. Yeah, I was going to say, before Max brings up the, <laughs> the social problems there. Um, I do think Germany, like they also kind of remind me of Spain in that I feel like the style might hurt them against Japan and Costa Rica, but could be really, really good against the bigger nations. Mm. Right? Um, but... Uh, we said this a lot. They lack a true number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have like a true talismanic figure, mm-hmm. but I think they're in a better spot than almost every other team we've said doesn't have that
1: because they have a ton of other really attacking people. Yeah.
0: Like Mueller, Sané, Serge Gnabry. Uh, they all are great scorers scores of the ball mm-hmm. if, without having to play up front. Um, and I do think Sané has been really good. Sané has been really good. I Serge Gnabry, one of the most underrated players in the world.
1: Yeah. I don't I, think. I don't know about that this year. I don't think he's been, like, that super. mean,
0: I, I, his general
1: sure. existence, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been, I've been really. Sonny's been so exciting this year. He's finally, like, unlocked, you know, top boss, mm-hmm. big boss potential. Yeah. Um, and who hey. we haven't mentioned, too, in the attack is Musiala. Yeah. Who hopefully will start. Um, I don't see how you leave him out of the starting 11 right now.
0: I don't either, although.
1: He's been amazing yeah and he's what is he is he even 20 yet he's 19 jesus christ mm-hmm. i mean he's like he might be the most but do, i would I never do this to pedri is... but between like some of the kids who are still teenagers astounding right now that yeah. you can that they can play at this level
0: mm-hmm. speaking of teenagers we should mention yusufa mukuku who just mm-hmm. got called up uh good prospect was a late call up for them dortmund prospect he's been so good for dortmund recently mm-hmm. uh 18 years old he hasn't played for the German national team yet. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a chance he starts as the striker. this mm-hmm. um, That'd be another, wild. <laughs> other options are Krim <laughs> Yemi, wild who is not like a true striker. He's a little more of like a 10 shadow striker type player, in my opinion. I think mm-hmm. that's what he's better at. And then you also have Niklas Fulcrobe at Verde Bremen. He's 29. He's never played for the German national team, but he's been so good this year. Mm. He's been great this year. So I think you know, if Fulcroke or Mukuku are playing well, I mean, quite often we see these teams come into the World Cup without a true, like, figurehead of the team. Like, it, you don't need a great goal goalscorer in the World Cup.
1: I'm pretty sure Havertz is going to start. But...
0: Yeah, I just don't want Better than Werner, dude. Well, I, I, oh, Werner's out. Werner's I'm out. actually,
1: I'm, a, I'm like a Havertz supporter.
0: I, I don't like him I'm as a striker. I'm a Havertz he's a apologist. He's a, he's a bad striker. He's a good midfielder. I don't know. Does it matter in Germany, though? No, that's, I think he could play. It
1: matters on Chelsea because they don't have as many goal scorers. But yeah. on I, at the, with this team, it's like if, if he like drops into more of a false nine, deeper mm. deeper role, then all of a sudden you got people like cut, gunning in, Sane, Gnabry, Muller. I think know? if
0: he starts, though, I struggle to see where Musiala yeah, can play because true. then Muller has to play yeah. like a little wider, and so Musiala yeah. can't play. And Muller started over Musiala. Um,
1: yeah. I, I, Musiala like should said. really be... Yeah. You know, he could I would almost he I'd almost be score. okay with Muller in the false nine. I think that'd be with Musiala sitting behind him.
0: I just really want to see Mukuku because I really like him. Mm-hmm. And I think he can do a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah. Did um, uh
0: Moving back to the midfield. I lost point. my train of thought. So we'll just move back to the midfield. Let's just move back to the midfield. Yeah, talk about their midfield. So I love it. Kai Havertz and Musiala technically listed as midfielders, but they're mm-hmm. way more attacking players. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Kai potentially playing striker. Kai's a listed second. a
1: midfielder? Mm-hmm.
0: The fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about him potentially playing striker for him. That's um, crazy, isn't it? But I think pretty obvious that Goretzka uh, and Gunduan will probably start in the midfield. Maybe Julian Bront can catch one of them. Kimmich, obviously, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I totally just pass over him. Yeah, sorry. Kimmich is definitely starting in the midfield.
1: Kimmich. If it's a three, Kimmich, Goretzka, Gundogan. Yeah,
0: and then if it's a two, the KGG. If it's a, if they switch to a two with the mm-hmm. with the ten, maybe to get Mueller as a ten. Yeah. Or something like Kimmich is game.
1: like Kimmich. Maybe just because he plays for Bayern, Bayern are boring because they just dominate every year. Mm-hmm. So Kimmich is one of the best. Like holding midfielders in the world, absolutely. And it's just like doesn't really get a lot of coverage anymore, just because he's like, he's not, unless except for the Champions League games. Yeah, it doesn't come up because they just do what they do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and he doesn't. He's not the one scoring, so he doesn't get like the same yeah. level. Of but attention. He also
0: like, he gets uh, like stats too, which yeah. is crazy for someone great, great player. Yeah, I'm, a,
1: I'm I'm a huge Gunduan fan. <laughs> I yeah. love Gunduan. Gunduan is like my sneaky favorite player in the Premier League. He's I mean, not actually my favorite player.
0: He probably I don't think he starts for this Germany team in a four, two, three, one. Who? Uh Gundogan. Maybe I not. I think he's the captain think, though, dude. No,
1: it? maybe back up to Neuer. Yeah, I mean Neuer's the captain. He might be again. the he might be the secondary captain. Yeah, I just no? think it's the, the Vice Captain and Kimmich
0: because they play together in that formation. Yeah. For Bayern. And it's not not an insult to Gundogan. I mean. Krep they have has, options, is the good thing. Yeah. Um we should mention in the game before when they played Oman in their warm up. They did go with the four-two-three-one. Havertz mm-hmm. was the ten, so maybe they plan to use him a ten. Maybe that's why they listed him as a midfielder. Interesting. But this is also like a very rotated squad. Yes, it is. So doesn't mean anything for potential starters. Um, but it, it's just interesting to see where they play people because that mm-hmm. can be something you can read into. Um, but yeah, the midfield super strong, lots of depth. I mean, Götze is an option to come in there, probably more as a ten. Julian Braunz is an option as well. I miss um, Florian Verts. So I hope he comes back soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah, very sad. He he could have been a fun fun addition to this squad to come off the bench, yeah. but he's still out with the uh, recovering from an ACL. I think he's coming back. He'll be back by the end of the World Cup, but he's another sort of wunderkind yeah. that Germany seems to be in no short supply of. Should apologize if you just heard the siren go down. Yeah, whatever. The street, they but, can
0: handle it. Yeah. Um, goalkeeper lawyer starting that's obvious that's what happens in my room you know yeah um, street noise but then I think in the back line that could pose some issues at fullback I mean yeah. they're not going to be involved in the attack which it's kind of it. a weak spot for them the the fullbacks yeah. there's no Philip Lahm anymore mm-hmm. and like we I get used to the German teams where the fullbacks can tuck in and be really important <laughs> offensively that's not going to happen here I don't think I mean you have... Gosens
1: what, hasn't been good.
0: Mm-hmm. Gosens didn't make the team, did he? Yeah, I don't think so. That's um, It's
1: crazy that he was like, he was like kind of one of their best players at the Euros yeah. a year and a half ago and now he's not even on the
0: roster. Yeah. Moves to Inter, in the same, like he was playing, it's not like he moved leagues and couldn't adjust. He just moved mm-hmm. teams Picked up an injury, could never... You should never leave Atalanta. No, well, they'll stop pumping you full of steroids. They
1: understand you there. It's the steroids. <laughs> they understand <laughs> you at Atalanta. They know what you need.
0: Understand you and over-steroid you. That's what they, they know it's what you need. Yeah. Um. But fullbacks, you're probably looking at Rom and Klosterman. Bella Ketchup could be an option there. Teal Kira can play right back as well if you want to go really defensive there. But just, you're not going to get a ton of... It's not of, their strongest position. It's not their strongest position. You're not going to get a ton of offensive engagement. But center backs could be interesting. I mean, Antonio Rudiger, one of the better center backs in the world. But yeah, Love Tony. I think he's better in a back three, than a back four. I mean, he's just a beast, though. So, like... he survived back. at Madrid so far. Yeah. So, just got to play him. Um, yeah, it is
1: interesting who they play alongside him. Because there's... Like, I think Schlotterbeck is talent-wise is should be the future of that position however things haven't gone like perfectly for him since he moved to dormant no. and every time he plays for germany he seems to make a horrible mistake <laughs> yeah. so i don't know if he'll be favored or if it'll probably be sula
0: i think it's ginter
1: i would like that uh i would rather sula's be into sula's
0: been pretty bad with yeah, dying, but he always with fucking Dorman. plays anyway doesn't he yeah um
1: i would be into ginter playing for sure yeah.
0: i'd also like to see gunter get some time ginter and Gunther. Uh, the Gint Gunt. The two Freiburg backs. The Gint Goont. I wouldn't mind if if they lock up advancement on the last day to see mm-hmm. that pairing. Uh, just mm-hmm. to see how they can do it in a big game. The old
1: Gint Goont. Yeah. I think, and like, can we also take this time here to pour one out for Ter Stegen again? Another tournament Another sitting on the bench. Yeah. Despite, like, at times being a top five goalkeeper in the
0: world. He's going to be 34 yeah. at the next World Cup.
1: He's, so. like, yeah, he's, not, that, he's not really any younger than... Yeah. Than Neuer is. What is Neuer like 35, 36? Neuer is 36. 36. And so.
0: Kevin Trapp as well, been a world class yeah. goalkeeper at times. He's won the Europa
1: League. It's thirty three six caps. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough time to be yeah. Kevin to be Kevin Trapp in the International. Um, but
0: uh Who are some players that you're kinda looking out for? Uh, I think we kinda mentioned them already, right? Like, yeah, I
1: think we did. I think like I am
0: like, Musiala. Who could, like the, who could be like a linchpin type player that maybe I think it's like I
1: think it's how consistent Sane's form continues. If Sane is playing like he has in the Bundesliga, that's scary. And I think Musiala's impact, whether it be starting or on the bench, I think he very likely to be one of the quote unquote breakout stars. Yeah. I think it also depends on what they get out of their center backs. Like what the center back pairing is and opposite Rudiger and do they make mistakes? <laughs> Basically. Like I'm a fan of Schlaughterbeck, but uh, i don't know if he's trusted right now
0: absolutely i i'm with you on that i don't know if slaughterbeck's trusted enough to start him or put him in the game mm-hmm. but if he is his uh, like passing ability and uh, the way he can build into the offense and give them an option through the mm-hmm. defense to move the ball i think that yeah. could be really one of really the best important. ball
1: progressive center backs in the league last in the bundesliga of, the year, year. of previous yeah. who is it, freiburg mm-hmm. so how I about freiburg just constantly another shout out to them just like replacing him with just like so easily, yeah. <laughs> so seamlessly, it's a myth. they are one of those like they're like Brighton, but better.
0: We talk about Union Berlin gets a lot of plaudits and deservedly so because mm-hmm. they've been incredible, but Freiburg are so good at building a team.
1: Yeah, at least like, they have been. Re- yeah,
0: yeah, recently, yes, yeah, 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 obviously, but
1: they've been working towards this for a while and mm-hmm. some it's credit really, credit really credits, too, paying off. Their where they have like actual players s- on the... Second, second, second yeah,
0: good? yeah, second the boom is really good. They look really good in Europe, like, mm-hmm. yeah, um. But anyway, what are your expectations for Germany this year?
1: Well, it's a little weird. I think people in Germany probably have limited expectations. Like, they, they always expect them to do well. I think they're maybe a little bit pessimistic about the quality of parts of the squad. Like, the 2020 squad, 2021 Euro squad was much derided. But now that they've really picked up for since Flick took over and their Germany, I think they'll expect at least a quarterfinal appearance.
0: This is weird... For me, I agree with you, but it's just weird to look at Germany and say it's a rebuilding tournament. They've yeah. won four times. It feels like any time they don't mm-hmm. win should be a disappointment. But
1: maybe this could be more of a 2006 year for them, where yeah. they they surprise some people, they play well, and they their next generation sets them up for 2010, 2014, where they absolutely yeah. That but I think quarter. If you don't make the quarterfinals, it's always a disappointment for the German mm-hmm. for a German team. I, I agree with that. Let's do Japan. to round out this group because japan is actually team i don't know how well they're going to play necessarily but i think they're a fun interesting group of players there's a lot of turnover in their squad from 2018 to now and they have some cool players man like i think they're actually quite fun and talented and might be i'm hoping like that they're going to be one of my favorite teams to watch Uh, i'm just going to list off a couple of people really quick Tomiyasu on Arsenal. Yeah. He's a... He's sort of gone back and forth between being a week-to-week starter and, like, a transitional... Not a transitional, but a... a rotational. Rotational player. Um, he plays either center back or right back. I think he's uh, more likely to play center back for Japan. For Japan, maybe. for sure. And, yeah, he's just, a like, a solid... Just, like, good defender. Like, period. Um, Maya Yoshida, who's 34 on Schalke. He's the captain. Um... Minamino, of course, he's had a tough couple of years. He couldn't really crack the Liverpool squad. Which it's hard it's to do. hard.
0: And he looked good as a substitute there. I think but a lot of He's gone off people, to Monaco, right? And I think when he moved there, the expectations were that now that he's getting a chance to start every week, yeah. he'll get to show how good he is. He's not really hit the ground. He's not really there. done
1: it. So he's been a disappointment in that sense. But on the national team, he's really important. And he is, you know, one of the more technically gifted players on the team. So look out for him in creation. Daichi Kamada. Uh, who's 26 now, on Frankfurt, might be the best player on the team. I think it wouldn't be a stretch to say that at all. In fact, he is the best player on the team. There, I said it. Wow, that's he, a whole thing. <laughs> he's uh, in fabulous form the last year on Frankfurt. He was fabulous in the Champions League groups this fall. And he you know, played a big part in them winning the Europa League the year before. He's he's great. Big fan of him. Takafusa Kubo, 21-year-old, uh, on sort of like a forward player on Sociedad he's really exciting he I think Sociedad fans are I've heard are pretty excited about him when he comes on yeah um he hasn't and he got some opportunity some run-in because the I forget what's his name Sadiq the guy that they got Mm -hmm. to replace Isaac immediately got hurt Umar Adik Sadiq Sadiq. yeah Yeah, right the first time yeah yeah yeah. trust yourself believe in yourself so he actually got some some more run-in than was expected and he has played really well um Junya ito 29 year old on rem he's not a huge international star by name but he's apparently pretty important for how the national team mm-hmm. setup works and then Daisen maeda who's 25 on celtic he's kind of been turning some heads um in the japanese slash australian revolution going on at celtic um up in up in scotland so th- basically they have a lot of they have a lot of i think they have some depth in certain areas like especially in the midfield mm-hmm. and i think they have they have uh, players who can play a certain way which is a little more active and you know flirting with pressing and quick moving and they're all sort of good ages you know they're like they have a good balance of like you know yoshida who's the captain and old but like people in their primes or soon to enter their primes mm-hmm. and i think the the big thing with them is that they just really need to be clinical to have a shot in the group, which is easier said than done. Uh, it's another team that doesn't have like an obvious like, bang-it-in striker.
0: And they are going against some of the better goals goalies in the world. Yeah. Unai-Simon for Spain. It's a tough group for Neuer. For well, I don't know Germany. if I'd
1: put Simon at the top of the list. We've got Navas he's a- and Neuer, but you're like, you know what? Unai-Simon. Well, I mean, I <laughs> he's still a very good goalkeeper. You're building up to them. Yeah, he's still yeah. a very good goalkeeper. He That's a probably good point the third that best in this group. Yeah. It's a very uh, it's a very good goalkeeping group, I suppose. Um but you know, they, they can spring press pressing on teams. The USA learned this harshly and a friendly in <laughs> September. It wasn't even that complicated, but they got dominated by it. Um
0: To be fair, the US has some guys who are very bad at playing out of the back. Yeah. Um and I I doubt Germany or Spain would have that problem. But yeah, Costa Rica. That could be a really big issue for yeah. them. Before
1: I heap too much praise on them though, they had a little bit of a rough qualifying for the in. In Asia, they finished behind, well behind Saudi Arabia, and which, you know, on, on in a vacuum, they shouldn't be doing. Like, I feel like they should be better than Saudi Arabia. And maybe are, but... So the, there's a little question of consistency and whether they can finish. But other than that, I think, even if they probably don't get through this group, I think they could give, especially Germany... Like a fun game, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they, they could, if a team like Germany is pressing really high and getting up, makes a mistake, they can, and you know they can spring a trap and force them into mistake. That's a way that they can, you know, grab a goal or two.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do. I we should point out this is their seventh straight World Cup, I and mean, they're very consistent. About Paul for here, they'll likely use a four-two-three-one. We've seen them move it into a four-three-three. You know when they want to be a little more short. A little more four-three-three. Yeah, I do want to like. I we've talked a lot about teams not having a great number nine, and Japan don't have a true number nine. And Kubo is probably going to play number nine for them, and he's not like a pure striker. No, Um, I'd I'd be okay with that though. I think for Japan though, it works because it is like part of the way that they've always played. I mean, you look at the teams from the early and mid 2010s. It was Shinji Kagawa and Keisuke Honda, who are not strikers, but
1: were Honda. Honda was always like. There's always the guy who came through, who wasn't, like, a big international name, like,
0: mm-hmm. at the club level, yeah. but always mm-hmm. came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like, they really like having people from all over that attacking group that can mm-hmm. score. And it's not going to come from one player, which makes them very dangerous.
1: Do they do, are they able to do some, like,
0: interpositional stuff? I, I mean, I have Do they do some, like, some, like, classic Dutch? I watched the highlights against Canada. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But they also weren't playing, like, their main guys yeah they're right. a bit rotated. that's like, always
1: it's hard to tell with these friendlies before when they're just like trial runs they're, yeah. not, they're not they're not trial runs they're just sort of like for
0: form and fitness, i would imagine I like when kamada is likely in a 10
1: yeah right he can play
0: as a nine so i would imagine mm-hmm. that he and uh kubo with switch positions or maybe kubo shifts out wide mm-hmm. and that allows someone like um ito to come back inside or yeah maybe even like i don't know like Could uh, Duan be, Duan could be important as well in that type of, like, positional shifting. He's a pretty good player. Um, But, yeah, it's hard to tell because, like, I haven't seen a lot of Japan as a group play, but when I look at the individual players, they can shift and play multiple positions. Yeah,
1: I don't have that much reference for them, which is why it's surprising. Like, I read some stuff about how frustrated fans were in their qualifying campaign, like, how weak they were for, like, especially the first half of that group. And it just seems like like two disparate things. Like I don't know, because on paper, like you're saying, this they look like a team that could, you know, maybe cause some problems in this group. But Absolutely. in actuality, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I hope for the sake of the group that it is.
0: Yeah. Um. I also want to point out that like offensive set pieces could be a really important phase of play for this team. I think they have some really good set piece takers. One of Minamino's best strengths. Um. And then they have guys who can attack the ball as well from there. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think defensively set pieces, which has typically been a criticism leveled at a lot of the East Asian teams is their ability to defend set pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that they should be able to do that fine. Uh, I think a lot of that is probably kicked in a little bit of racism. (laughs) Um, And also the North Korea side when they made the World Cup, who were so bad at set pieces. Um, I can't believe so that North Korea that team like, made the World Cup. Yeah, I know. It's still crazy. But I think that kind of like added to that fuel to the fire. And I think it's really overstated with this Japan team mm. in particular. But goalkeeping could be a bit of an issue. Yeah. Um, personally, I've heard of LG Kawashima, but Strasburg are terrible. Yeah. So don't be super excited about him. He's also 39. Ooh. And then Daniel Schmidt. 39. (laughs) Daniel Schmidt, one of the most Japanese sounding names I think I've ever heard. From Illinois. Uh So, you know. That's fun. Plays for Centruiden in in Belgium. He's been tossed around as a potential starter. And I think that's the issue is that they don't have a guy that they're like, Mm -hmm. he's the starting goalie. He's he's the number one. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there and if they can get good performances from them. Because every other nation in this group is going to have good goalkeeping performances. Yeah uh one more player i want to mention quickly is Kairo Mitoma
1: mm-hmm. who's uh 25 plays at Brighton pretty recent brighton edition and he's been i read an impact sub in sort of previous japanese appearances in the last year and was especially uh positive in late qualifying so uh, he's somebody that could come in as a as a you know an impactful addition to the to the squad, maybe like you know sixty minutes in. Um, in terms of expectation, I think I mean you can't you can't demand more than just being competitive in the group mm-hmm. and doing proud. I think like Dreamland is you know they they
0: fuck up one of Germany or you know they get a result yeah, and sneak
1: in it. with four points. Yeah, yeah, even
0: six. I could see them winning that sure. game. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Should we go game by game now? Just yeah. Just kind of pick it
1: out. I think it's going to be close. Yeah. No so, spoilers
0: there. Match day one, we have Germany and Japan. Match day one for this group is Wednesday, November
1: 23rd. Wait, did it? Is this my... Did I not do this? I thought... Or did you steal mine? I no. thought this was my predictions. It's my predictions. Oh, shit. Uh, just do go on, I'll wing flight. it. I'll wing it. So, Germany-Japan,
0: I have that finishing 1-1. What about you, Maxwell?
1: I'm going to go ahead and take Germany-Japan. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's going <laughs> to
0: i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm do gonna go am gonna, gonna go you want to use my prediction i'm gonna go ahead and say two two the... okay do you want to use my prediction no two two, two 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 okay two two spain taking on costa rica one nil spain i have two nil spain sick all right japan costa rica match day two sunday november 27th mm-hmm. i think i think two one is i don't want to steal yours but two one seems like reasonable to me here if that didn't give it away yeah also two one yeah. And Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. The November twenty seventh. It is Spain taking on Germany. I'm taking Spain in this one, two to one. I have this is a draw, two two. Love it.
1: Mm-hmm. So the way I have it now, Germany, uh, Germany needs to win to uh, to advance here, and Japan have to lose to Spain, yeah. and they do. <laughs> uh, two nil. Two <laughs> nil. Okay. And, and Germany well, win 3 0, and right. they advance by a goal difference.
0: I have those games between 3 1 and 2 1, the same winners. So my table was Spain on 7, Germany on 5, Japan on 4, mm. Costa Rica on
1: 0. Yeah, that's a tough one for Costa Rica. Those are better th- than mine, possibly because I didn't think about them and I forgot to write them in. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> I'm how sure it you is, You did know?
0: think about them and just forgot to put them in and that's couldn't just, uh, remember. That's
1: the way the world goes around.
0: Thanks for joining us for Group E. Uh, hopefully you've listened to A, B, C, and D as well, but you, if you haven't. Have listened. You can go back and check those out. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up soon, I think the same day as this comes out. Yeah, who knows? We will have Group F. Yep. And then the next day, the Saturday. Yes. Doesn't matter.
1: Don't say the don't say the thing. Don't say you the don't know.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, whatever comes out next will be uh, G and H. Yeah. Still to will go. Be coming up. And then so. we have
1: a uh, we have a special uh, additional round at the very end. Another little mini pod. We'll do. Where we make full tournament predictions, we'll do some kit previews, some golden boot predictions, all that good stuff. We'll see you then,
0: bye. What, what were you gonna tell me about these?